Hi, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnhold. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host, Madison. And today I'm going to be sharing five tips to make meditation easier and more effective. So this has come from 10 years of meditating myself. This has come from reading books from like medita- meditation, uh, Buddhist meditation teachers who were learning from, uh, I forget what they called them, called them, but their teachers, right? So the teachings for meditation that have been passed down for many, many, many um, years practiced by very, very wise people. So from that, from my own uh, experience and from also learning how to trust my intuition, access that part of myself and release any heavy stuck emotions to return to that peace and clarity and wisdom that is always inherently with us. It can just sometimes be clouded by those triggered emotions and feelings. So there are five tips I'm going to share in this episode that for me have completely, 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 completely changed my experience of life and my experience of meditation, just making it so much easier to do and so much more effective. And and in a way that actually creates real, true, lasting transformation. And by transformation, I mean a, a more lasting uh, sense of inner peace and alignment and connection to my intuition. So before we get into the five tips, I am really excited to let you know that, but first exhale, the new and improved version of ritual queen, which was previously my meditation membership. Now it's going to be an app that you can actually buy on the app stores. So it's going to be just much more functional, much more beautiful, uh, much easier to use, better sorting, better searching, more meditations, better meditations. Um, I mean, it's just, yeah amazing. I'm so excited. I've been, I've been using ritual Queen like often myself for the last year and a half. And many of the original members who started inside ritual queen, I think I opened it a year and a half ago. Many of those original members are still inside of ritual queen and say that it's their favorite membership and meditations ever. So I'm really excited to, uh, bring you this new and improved version and bring you these, this type and approach to meditation that for me and for many of the people in Ritual Queen and many of my clients that I have worked with, I've just found that these, uh, I guess, approaches have uh, create the most like effective uh, meditation you could say. So that is August 11th at 11 a.m. Eastern. We're doing a launch party where I'm going to show you the app. You can uh, sign up for the free 14-day trial. There's going to be a party gift, um, which I'm excited to gift you. And then I'm also going to take everyone through a really deep, wonderful guided meditation. So you get to kind of get a taste of what's inside of the app. So it's going to be really like it should just be like fun and exciting. And you can check out the app. If it's something that's interesting to you, meditate with other meditators and just a fun yeah, place for us to come together and 
hang out and join the app if it obviously aligns for you. So if you want to join us for the launch party, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash launch. So as I was saying, I started meditating about 10 years ago, I think, and I would get very frustrated with it. I tried really hard to force myself to meditate every day that didn't work or I would do it. I would willpower my way through it, but it like wouldn't actually help me because there was just so much like force and resistance um, against it involved. And I um, just felt like, I just can't, I can't realize I can't turn my brain off. Like this doesn't work. And then I'd be like, I'm supposed to meditate because they say I need to meditate to feel at peace. And then I would like make myself like do it or tell myself I should be doing it, but then not do it, but then be feeling like I should. And it was just like, I just didn't have, um, I wanted to do it, but it's like, I couldn't figure out a way to do it. That was like actually working, (laughs) um, for me and many I've done probably hundreds of private and team meditations. And that's something that comes up for most people. When I ask like, Oh, what made you book this meditation session with me? By the way, if you're interested in private meditation with me, you can go to, um, madisonarnholt.com slash, I think it's yeah. Private dash meditation dash sessions. We'll put in the show notes because it's a long, um, <laughs> uh, link. And then if you all, if you want to do if a meditation class for your, uh, team, like if you work at a company and you want to like pitch this as an idea, or you're someone who has that authority to make that decision about what kinds of like employee wellness activities you guys are doing. I also do, uh, the corporate and team, uh, meditation, uh, classes virtually or in person. So you can go to, um, madisonarnholt.com. I'll also link that in the show notes too check that, um, out. But anyway, so in these many meditations I've done so many people say the same thing where it's like, it's, I can't relax. Like I can't sit still. I can't turn off my thoughts. Like there's too many distractions. I can't get myself into a quiet place in my home. And they just feel like, is there a right way to sit? Am I doing it wrong? Like this isn't working. Like, why can't I turn my thoughts off? Why can't I relax? And what we, don't realize is that that literally is the meditation. That is the practice. Meditation is not always about sitting perfectly in a state of calm. Like when we approach it that way, it, it just honestly creates more resistance. And it's just another way that we repress our emotions and then they get trapped in the body. And then that sets off a chain reaction of suffering in our lives. So this is why most people, they give up on meditation and, and feel like, Oh, I don't feel, I don't feel good. Or I can't quiet the mind. They feel like they're doing it wrong without realizing that's truly where the magic of meditation is. And yes, oftentimes it feels really fucking good and you'll feel really at peace and you'll feel so much more clear and you will feel like a new human afterwards. Yes. And that's not the primary objective. When we make that our primary objective, we lose sight of the process and the process is the objective. The process is the meditation. The meditation is not once you're done with the meditation, it's while you're fucking in it in whatever you're experiencing. So when we 
learn how to use meditation, not as a way just to like get high vibes and turn our brains off and be perfectly, uh, relaxed. We can actually, um, create real, real transformation because we're no longer repressing that energy and getting it stuck in the body, but we're actually allowing it to move, become more free flowing again. And there's an incredible lightness and clarity on the other side, like a weight has been lifted off, like a fog has, um, dissolved when we approach it this way. And with time and practice, that ability grows to see through the thoughts and emotions back to that inner peace and that clarity that always is, and always will be, uh, within us. Sometimes there's just seemingly stuff on top of it, but when we make that stuff on top of it wrong and we say, Oh, this isn't working. I can't do it. We're just, we're, we're missing the whole gift. It's like, those are, um, those points in meditation are, our little like um, alarm bell saying, hello, come here, come to this place of discomfort, come to this place where all these thoughts will not turn off, come to this place of not feeling good. Because as you actually give your awareness to that and experience that, that's where the transformation occurs. And then on the other side, there's so much more freedom and lightness and wisdom, but to, to um, the only way to the other side is through what what's in the way is the way. Ooh, yes. That's exactly the whole point is what's in the way is the way with meditation. And when we realize that we open up a whole new world of, uh, possibilities and deepening and actually like reaping so much from, uh, meditation, because it's really not, it's not that meditation is this magic, um, magic tool per se, although my mind is like, yes, it is. It's amazing. And the magic, it's just a tool. It's not a magic solution. It's a tool to help you uncover the magic that always has been, always is, and always will be within you. You are the magic meditation is really just a tool that helps us uncover that. And I found that these five tips are the most effective, uh, are really effective, like shifts and ways of approaching it to really experience um, that. So the big picture is that for me, I, I, so, okay, rewind. I did that, started meditating 10 years ago, had all of that, um, resistance, learned how to actually, uh, feel and release, um, triggered emotions and energy and brought that into my meditation practice. That was absolutely, uh, life-changing. And I learned how to use meditation instead of, as a way to ignore that and just push it away and make, try to make myself get relaxed, um, thereby perpetuating all of the stuck energy to actually, uh, use it as a practice of being with what is that opens up the greatest freedom in our life. When we train in that practice of being with what is, because then we can learn to find peace, no matter what is happening in our life rather than, Oh, I can only be at peace when this is happening or when I feel good, or when things are going as the mind thinks they should be, that's limitation. Freedom is truly learning how to experience and be with it all and come back to the peace within us. Um, that's underneath all of that. And so that's really the big, um, shift. So going into, um, 
the next four tips. So that was the first one. The second one is, which I've kind of already um, touched on in the introduction, is bringing emotional release into your meditation practice. So like I said, when we use it as a way just to like, oh, like I just need to feel good. Oftentimes then we'll end up just repressing our emotions. And that often just makes things uh, worse because we stay reactive. We stay uh, triggerable. We stay stuck in unconscious, unhelpful habits. And so by bringing in that ability to actually uh, work with our emotions in meditation, rather than trying to get rid of them, it creates such an incredible um, opportunity for more and more freedom that just grows and grows and grows with every single uh, time that we actually allow and feel an emotion that's arising in our practice. The third tip is to give a a little bit more attention or focus gently with a light touch. Um, Don't work too hard at it because again, that just kind of like creates more resistance, a little more attention to your exhale. So when we exhale, the mind can't hold a thought. So there's an incredible spaciousness and wisdom that can arise through exhaling and kind of becoming more aware of the exhale, deepening the exhale and noticing that gap after the exhale between the exhale, there's a space, a gap, and then we inhale. There is an incredible power (laughs) in this uh, focus, you could say on the exhale, because it allows us to not have to turn off our thoughts, right? That doesn't work. The mind is a thinking mechanism. So to try to think your way out of thinking just doesn't uh, work. So by exhaling, we can see through the thoughts, go beyond the thoughts or go underneath um, the thoughts to the wisdom and the peace that lies underneath them. And the exhale is an incredible um tool, I guess you could say that helps us do that. The fourth tip is when you're, I don't even know how to put it into words with breathing. There's a lot of different techniques, right? Inhale through the nose, exhale out the mouth. Love that one. Um, but that's just, I think a personal preference. There's breathe in for two, hold for four out for six, There's breathe in for four, hold for four, out for four, or hold for four. Yeah. So there's a zillion kinds of ways of breathing. And to be honest, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way. Like all of these different breathing patterns and breathing techniques can be um, helpful. What I would say is whichever technique you're using, um, again, give a little bit more attention to that Um, exhale, breathing all the way out and becoming aware of the gap between the exhale and the inhale. Um, But what I wanted to say, the tip for breathing in general is to, instead of thinking about the breath, feel and experience the breath or let the body be breathed. So rather than I am breathing, I have to count. I am making it go in. I am making it go out. Here it goes. Got to focus on breathing. All of that like story and thinking is um, not going to take your meditation practice 
deeper. And, and you don't have to turn those thoughts off instead of trying to turn those thoughts off, just shift your attention from the thoughts, from thinking about getting the breath right, or thinking about how to breathe or thinking, okay, now I have to breathe in. Okay. Now I have to breathe out instead of thinking about that, feel the breath. So feel, you can even try it now. So close your eyes. If you're not driving, um, and you can take a big inhale through the nose filling up the belly. So feel the cold air in your nose, feel the belly filling up, feel the air coming into the body, feel yourself expanding. And then as you exhale out the mouth, feel the chest falling, the belly falling, the air leaving the body, maybe a softening in the body. So that's the difference. It's a very subtle difference between thinking <laughs> Uh, it's actually a big difference, but it takes a subtle, uh, it's a subtlety in the practice that makes a huge difference. So feel the breathing, experience the breathing, be the breathing, be the breath, follow the breath, go with the breath, feel the breath. There's only so many ways I can say it, right? Cause it's an experience you have to have inside of your body, but I'm trying to give you all the best pointers I can. So feel the breath versus thinking about the breath. So you feel like you literally inside of your belly, feel the belly rising rather than thinking, I need to make the belly rise now. Okay. Um, the last thing that's made a really big difference for me and something I've seen as really helpful with the clients that I work with and the teams that I work with is to, as best you can drop, drop the rules, drop the pressure, drop getting it right. Whatever you experience is right. That's how meditation works. Whatever you're experiencing is correct. It is the meditation. It is the way. It is the path. It is correct. So as best you can, drop the rules, drop the pressure, drop trying to get it right, drop trying to turn off all your thoughts, drop trying to make yourself feel um, perfectly, drop trying to force yourself to have to meditate every single day if that's not flowing at this time in uh, your life and let it let it, um, let it be something that's a bit more easeful, a bit more fun approached with a light touch approach, approach it with like a, I need to make peace happen. I need to make a quiet mind happen. I need to turn off my thoughts and I need to relax and I need to breathe the right way. And I need to sit the right way. And I, oh my God, am I doing this right? Okay. We could do that and <laughs> cause more resistance, or we can approach it from like, I'm just going to sit here and practice my best being with what's arising, do the best I can to let, and, and then see what happens. So can we go into it with an attitude of, I got to get it right. I got to relax. I got to turn off my thoughts and instead shift that to, I'm going to practice being with what arises and see what happens from there. That will, uh, be very, very shifting, or at least was for me and many people, um, I have, uh, worked with and even same thing with distractions. That's a big thing I get asked about a lot is like, okay, well, how do I, but like, what if my kids won't be quiet or what if there's like noises going on and I can't just like get like a quiet environment. It's like, okay, well, that is the path. That is the meditation. So instead of thinking meditation is once the noise turns off and I'm perfectly relaxed and perfectly not annoyed, Okay, well, meditation today might be, okay, how do we work with that annoyance? How do we feel into that annoyance? How do we let our awareness allow the sound rather than 
trying to be against the sound or turn the sound um, off? Can we just let it be there? Can we practice being with the annoyance? Can we practice being with the noise, right? That it's the practice of being with whatever is arising. So if that's what the mind would label as distractions, then that's what it is. And all of this, all of what's arising is a gift to our experience, not just great feelings and perfectly happy and at peace and no thoughts. That's um, often what what I've found, especially with a lot of uh, practice, you could say is that, yes, that is an inevitable (laughs) uh, side effect. Like there is so much less mental chatter in my life. So much more inner peace that's steady and grounded and stable and so much more ability to go into meditation and very quickly return to um, that place. If I'm not there by releasing what's seemingly in the way of it. And when we make, I found that when we make that our aim, we lose sight of the process by trying to get to the destination, we miss the magic along the way. And the magic along the way is what allows more of that to arise because it's not about the way I approach meditation and the meditations inside, but first exhale, it's not about um, finding peace or getting there. I have to get to, I have to meditate 10 times uh, a month so I can be at peace right? It's projecting your peace out two months in the future. Peace can never be found there. It can always and only be found here. So when we approach meditation as a practice of being with whatever's arising, that's that's the only place we're ever going to find peace is right here. So we learn how to find it here because it's always here. We're, we're not finding it. We're getting it, trying to get it there. We're actually just uncovering what's already here underneath the mind stories and underneath the mind's um, emotions. And by meditating and going deeper into the now moment, we can uncover that. And just, it's almost like you remember like, oh, oh yeah, everything's great. All is well. I'm at peace. Oh yeah. I know what I need to do. It's just really more of a remembering and a coming home to the peace that's already there rather than having to work really hard, um, uh, religiously meditating forever to get there. It's like, yes, it does grow and expand and more and become more stabilized uh, over time. But really that can only happen as we go into each now moment. So I hope this was helpful. If you want to join that launch party, I am so excited to see you there and share the app with you. And I will see you on the next episode. 